0: Welcome to the Whiskey Congress, honest, open talk dedicated to speaking the truth to those who are open to hearing it. Black, white, right, left. Most importantly, honest, bold, and fueled by good whiskey.
1: In Whiskey Veritas, we are Whiskey Congress. Join the evolution. Whiskey Congress is back in session. Stephen and I are together on a snowy day in the Cleveland studio, um, I don't know, man, I kind of want to just jump right in, and I want to get past the Donald Trump circus as fast as we can, because I'm tired of it, dude. I mean, yeah, obviously, I mean, I mean, I, I don't know who isn't at this point, but, yeah. I mean, it's there, we can't, if we don't talk about it, people be disappointed in my, they'll think there's a cure for Trump derangement syndrome that's been injected in me, and mm. we can't have that. Mm. But... Um, so, in, in, you basically said this last week, I believe. But if I'm misquoting you, I'm sure you'll let me know. Mm-hmm. But I was asking, like, why is he acting like such a buffoon in court? And in, in, I think you said, essentially, he's daring the court to do something. And I never said you were wrong, but I'm now 100% convinced you're right. He's just trying to see how far he can push it like a fucking petulant child, <clears throat> knowing they're not going to just haul him off in cuffs. Right. There's no. There's no. There's not going to be any
0: consequences for him. Um, you know, they're not going to treat him like some guy from the inner city that's you know spouting off. They're not going to. You know, and, I, and, and I've even. You know, and there, there's a balance, right? Like, what should they do? Because there was a video of a guy who kept talking in court over the judge, and so the judge like had his mouth duct taped shut, right? Which was wholly inappropriate. Yeah. You know. Um. You know. I. And and in that. Circumstance, you know, I blame both the attorney and the judge. Judge should have better judgment, and the attorney's got to do a better job of controlling their client. Um, you know, and I'm speaking from personal experience, I've had very indignant clients where I've been like, Look, we need a race, we need a recess. I'm gonna take my client outside and we're gonna have a chat, you know, and that chat is get your shit together, shut your fucking mouth. Like, if you want to represent yourself, fine. I'll step away and you can do this shit yourself. Otherwise, they're going to haul your ass to you know jail and contempt. And there's not shit I could do for you. So get it together, right? Now... How often did that work? <laughs> it, it did. did because, it? Okay. I mean, it's me, right? There's that. Because it, it was usually not they'll haul you. It was usually like, I'll take you my fucking self, right? <laughs> um, so right. threatening,
1: threatening your client.
0: That's got to yeah, be... I, 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 <laughs> I mean, yeah, if you go in the rule, that's uh, probably not ideal. But, I mean, like, look... You, you have to be able to control your crime. And now Trump's attorneys are not, they don't have any sort of control over him. Um, you know, they're, they're, I'm sure, worried if they're even going to get paid or not for, for this shit. And they're, they're, yes, men and women. Um, you know, his attorney, uh, Lena Haba, whatever, she she's awful. Oh, my God. Like, she is, like, it's embarrassing. Um you know, she literally can't enter evidence into the record. Like she just, she she doesn't know what she's doing. Um, she's punching, you know, way above her weight class and not doing it well, not landing any of these punches. You know, at one point she has an exchange with the judge. Well, I don't like being talked to that way. Like, yeah. oh, okay. Anyway, <laughs> you know, I mean, like, so, so it's just, it, it's just they're making a mockery of the entire system. Um, the only, th- I guess. Like, again, the only positive thing with Trump is that he's exposed the system to show how weak and unstable it, it can be right? with someone who just says, fuck it, I don't care, and with the money to say, you know, Fucking what I are don't you going to do? <laughs> um, you know, from the time that he, you know, from before he was president all the way to now. You know he's showing that there there is no accountability, right? Right, and then you know everyone who's coming after him, they they get so emotionally involved, right, that they don't cross their T's, they don't dot their eyes, and they stumble and they fall, right? Fannie, uh, uh, Fannie Willis down in Georgia, right? right? Like so, so, she's got you know like <laughs> if you're gonna go after a guy like Trump on you know him not following the rules, then you better have a clean fucking record going after Trump right? Well, now she's being brought up on an inappropriate relationship and all this other shit, you know, and people are like, oh, they're going after her because she's a strong black woman. Maybe. May, you may be right, but here's the, the, these are the, like, people get upset with me because I, I the whole, you know, you're attacking us because we're black, maybe, but that's the fucking game. And you gotta play it better, right? Like, that's something that I take from my dad. My dad was like, look, you're going to face bias racism and shitty people for the rest of your life you can't be in and, and, and i hate to say it this way but it's it's not about being a victim you got to learn what the game is you learn the rules of the game you learn how to move within the parameters that are set no matter how fucked up or how stacked they are against you right and then you attack it from within using their own shit against them Right, you can't just sit there. When well, you're not treating me right, you're not whatever. So you gotta have all your ducks in a row, right? And you can't complain. Oh well, so and so did it. Why? What? Like, it doesn't fucking matter. You gotta walk the straight and narrow. And it's a it's a shitty burden to put on someone, to put on a kid, to put on, you know, an up and coming law student, professional, whatever. But that's it. Yeah. You know, so you know, like these 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 judges and these attorneys um, that are going after him, like they're 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 just beside themselves because he's not playing by the rules, and they don't know what to do. And Trump has exposed that weakness, and then the question is, how do we fix it, right? And I don't know if you'll be able to fix it in time to you know everybody wants to get Trump. I don't know if you're going to be able to fix it in time to get him, right? I don't know where any of this goes, right? I mean, some he's going some some of this shit that he's in between four cases two of them federal like one of them is going to bite him i don't know which one and i don't know how severe right but the reality is is that there's going to be a number of prosecutors who are going after trump that are left sitting there holding the bag you know or with empty hand or whatever right because you know they didn't cross their t's and dot their i's right i don't know who which ones they are um but it, you know i i don't think that this is going to be the big takedown of trump that everyone is hoping not everyone but that uh, you know A the people who of people, yeah. the people who don't like trump are hoping and wishing for right to the point where there there is as mu- there is as much denial about the the situation we're in with trump on both sides right like the people who support him they're like he's done nothing wrong he's perfect and everything is great Right. And the people on the other side is, Lock I don't care what up. you say, he's going to go to, he's going to jail. He's going to jail for like, okay, well, you know, like you're both, you're both wrong. <laughs> right. And you know, I mean, and it's, it sucks, right. I mean, it sucks because it, you're seeing it tear apart our democracy, our Republic, our country, you know, it's just a yeah. rip right down the middle that is getting wider and it's not getting better.
1: Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I want to move on to to Trump in New Hampshire because I, I know Biden is a gaffe machine and I watch a lot of Newsmax and Fox and I watch them put Biden clips up there <clears throat> that are just embarrassing. But they don't do that to Trump. And if people saw what this moron says, it would be amazing. Did you see his speech about, we have so much liquid gold in this country. I mean, gas and oil. But we have non-liquid gold, corn. He said that at a rally. Um, that is dumb. Well, non-liquid I mean, gold. Come I on. mean, what he's saying is
0: we have assets. I understand,
1: but okay. It, I mean, that's uh, not uh, that. I mean, uh, come uh, on. Uh, like, I mean, okay, fine. That's we've there, called there, you of other. We've <laughs> called oil liquid gold forever. Sure, I'm not. I agree with right. that. I'm calling uh, corn non-liquid gold is just uh, dumb. Okay, mm.
0: but I mean, he's talking like if I put you on a podium, right? And you're talking, you're speaking live multiple times a week, a month, whatever. You're gonna say something dumb. Yeah, right. And I he mean, does it all the time. We do this show once a week, and we're both good for saying something ass backwards or making something sure. more difficult. So I, I, stuff like that. Like again, that's that.
1: My t- point is, Fox and those guys won't show any of. There's gaff after gaff and, <clears throat> and fumbling and fumbling, and they just give him a complete pass. which just yeah. So they're they're in his pocket. I know. Like, I know. What I'm <clears> just saying. <throat> and it's. He, he did the legwork
0: to have those media outlets support him blindly. Of okay? course. And so you're not going to shame Fox or New oh, no. Max into all of a sudden seeing the light with Donald Trump. And so at this point,
1: it's, a, it's, it's virtually a waste of time. The point I was trying to make is that I, I sit there all the time and go, how the fuck can people still be behind this guy? And the answer is they don't see that. They're getting their news from one Even spot. Even if
0: they did, it doesn't. They because some of them do. Some of them will intentionally go and watch it on CNN and watch it on and say, "Oh, these, the mainstream media, which is controlled yeah. by so and so, they're, just, they're, they're do-, like they see it. They don't care. They literally do not care. You know, we. I think we are approaching a point where it literally doesn't matter where this what this guy does." Right, he could piss on a priest and fucking shoot a nun, and they would just be like, "Well, the priest deserved it, and the nun was uh, and right." She was, yeah. Don't be okay, right? Whatever. So, I mean, I, I just I get it. You got you got to reference it because it's continuing to happen. But like, we're we're at a point now where you know we have to start to really dig down, right? Like, you you almost have some of the shit you have to let go. And you, you got to get down to what is, what is the main vein of Trumpism, not just Trump himself, but Trumpism, MAGA, whatever, and you have to start to chop at the base, right? If we're, if we're getting there worked up over, oh, he made a gaffe and Fox didn't show it, you're, you're plucking leaves off of a tree that needs to be cut down at the base and dug and the stump dug out of the ground and then that stump ground up and then that those shavings burned right
1: um, I, by the way I've come up with a term that maybe will be acceptable to you in ter- instead of cult <sighs> oh here I'm so excited to be disappointed go mega cult oh, Jesus mega, mega oh come on mega churches the priest at a church is speaking to a church you're saying cult isn't big enough Joel Oldstein talks to a me- mega church. That's the right word.
0: We are talking about a following that is going to destroy our whole fucking country. There's we're, never been a cult, a church, uh, anything that has that has literally ripped our country apart and plunged us into a civil war, which possibly takes us into apocalyptic times. So I'm you, sorry. You, what, we're you, still not there yet with the descriptive
1: oh, oh, word to describe what the fuck is going on. Well, <laughs> uh, well when, you, when you come up with something, fine. Until then, it's mega cult coming out of my mouth. All right, moving on to Nikki Haley and her... Well, I mean, I think we left out the part of New Hampshire that matters, which is the
0: fact that their primary is next week. Um, You know, and it's an interesting situation in that Nikki Haley has traction there. Um, Their governor, Sununu, is very supportive of her. He's been stumping for her hard across the state. I know Rand Paul came out and said he was going to go there to campaign against her because apparently Rand Paul is complete. I I, don't I know. did not
1: hear that. Okay.
0: Yeah, and then Rand Paul and Sununu got into a back and forth, and Sununu said no one cares what Rand Paul thinks, and Rand Paul says you don't have as many social media followers <laughs> as I do. I'm like, Rand Paul, you're the same Rand Paul that got tackled by his neighbor.
1: Like, wh- what? Shut up. You also are an eye doctor. Like, you were smart enough to get through... Medical school, and your response is, "I've got more social media followers than you."
0: Holy shit! I don't think he's licensed, though. Isn't, isn't that the big thing? I
1: think he was at one point because uh, it was he like was like traveling and something. Well,
0: th- it was some sort of it was some sort of weird thing where it's, it's not. A fa- anyway, it doesn't matter. Way, point, point being, he's a doctor and he's bragging about his social media following. Yeah. So with New Hampshire though, it's interesting because so Trump wins Iowa going away, right? He wins by fifty or wins by thirty points. You know, he gets fifty-one percent um you know they had a very low turnout but it was because of weather freezing temperatures but I'm not sure that that much matters um I think more of a turnout you probably get the same ratio maybe he doesn't quite win by 31 percent he wins by 29 point being um you know he's got he, he has a commanding lead out of the gate and you know if Nikki Haley can't do something in New Hampshire then this thing is just about over, right? Because he's going to clean up in South Carolina. He's going to clean up, uh, you know, pretty much everywhere else going down through the Republican primary. So if she, you know, I mean, I think he needs 1,500-plus electors total, and he's going to start to rack those up pretty quick if there's not some sort of a tide turn here early. You know, Nikki Haley really, it's a long-shot scenario. We're talking... You know, if this were the NFL playoffs and you needed the you know you were in the hunt, you would need to win and then you would need somebody to tie <laughs> and you would need somebody else to win who couldn't win like you would need all right. sorts of
1: shit a 1 and 16 team to yeah to,
0: to upset you know a, a, a 11 and five team or 11 and sixty, something along those lines. but you know in this in this particular instance, it'll be interesting to see what happens in New Hampshire. I think he probably wins it. Uh, maybe not nearly as wide of a margin as he did in uh, Iowa, you know, but you may be looking at a 10 point margin. And even then, then the race is over, you know. So him being the Republican nominee is, you know, all but a formality, um, you know. And I think, you know, we see DeSantis, you know, and likely Haley suspending their campaigns, I would say. It's mid January. I would say by March first, they likely are both suspending their campaigns,
1: along with Vivek. And oh, well, Vivek, I think already has. Did he already? he, he mean... already did. Yeah, um, he suspended it and and kissed up to Trump. Oh well, yeah, of course. Um, and and but here's something I heard multiple people say, and I think this is one of a, a really bad take. Is they're saying uh, Haley should drop out now because if she doesn't, she's unlikely to be. Uh, Trump's pick for VP. A, she's not going to be. And B, who would want that fucking job? Do you want to be the vice president under that guy, given the fact that he, oh, by the way, was encouraging people to try to hang his first vice president? I would hold a grudge on that one. Mike Pence is a bigger person than me, I guess. Um. Yeah, I mean,
0: I think... You know, I think Trump likely goes with Carrie Lake, but, you know, Trump every now and again can screw over people who really support him, right? Right. And so I'm curious to see the direction that he goes. Um, You know, I've heard everything from Tim Scott, which... Who endorsed him today, by
1: the way. Right. um, To, you know, obviously Carrie Lake. There's one other woman, I've drawn a blank on her name, but he called her a, uh, a killer or something like that. Stefanik? Yes,
0: yeah. I mean, Elise Stefanik, she's she's put a lot into – I mean, she has sacrificed everything to be, you know, his number one supporter in Congress, right? Like, she just – you know, I mean, she she literally, um, you know, fired someone who said something that was somewhat negative of Trump. So Elise Stefanik has decided that Trump is just – you know not just her bandwagon but i mean she's riding that engine of
1: that train all the way to hell um you know so i, I don't know if I, I i would see her being the most likely i mean she's a reasonably attractive woman that's going to do
0: no, that no I, I i don't i don't see that Really? Yeah. Right? I, I i don't i don't think that that's a slam dunk
1: i didn't see it was a slam dunk but i that would
0: that's where my I mean, money would be uh, okay i i'm not sure i would put my money i would put i, I don't know how much i would put on that but you know, to, to to the point though, it seems like he's going to lean the direction of going with a woman. Um. You know, I'm not sure what sort of value that that gives him. I don't know. I don't think that that's really, especially with the women that he's aligned with. I don't. I don't know if that moves the needle for
1: him at all. But he'll try to make it seem as though it does. So. And can can we agree though that Nikki Haley won't get that opportunity and probably does not want
0: it. Um, no, we, we can't agree on that because I think she would take it. I, I don't think he would offer it, but here's why I think she would take it because she's she's really gone out of her way to not be critical of Trump. Right. Like, that, that, she, absolutely. She's, she's, you know, so I think because if she didn't want that job, right, if she was completely opposed to it, then eviscerate him. Why not? right like i mean and you don't necessarily have to get super you know down in the weeds with it but you could offer up a fair level of objective criticism you know and and be direct about it and she she won't even touch that line with her toe so i think she's open to it i think nikki haley is one that that she's one that has a certain level of entitlement where she feels you know she should be in the political spotlight she should have you know, a, a a key position in a in a you know highly uh, a visible position in government somewhere, um, and so I I don't think she would be as opposed to it as as you're saying, but I also don't necessarily think that's a tr- direction Trump would go because I don't know if Trump trusts
1: her to be a yes woman like he needs. That's that's well, I agree. I don't think he would offer it, and. If he, if it was offered, she might well accept it, but I don't think she wants it. I don't think I don't think she's doing this because she wants to keep her VP hopes alive. I do agree she's been way too, um, uh, you know, tippy toes around him, um, and uh, um, maybe that's her motivation. I just don't see it. Um, yeah, I, I mean her motivation
0: is to be president, right? Right. But she's just like she doesn't have a chance. Trump has too much of a lock on. The party in that base. And so, I mean, I think it's become more obvious to her, but I think she's going to continue down this path until after New Hampshire, which likely after New Hampshire is when we'll see her suspend her campaign, um, assuming that she loses by, you know, a 10, 15-point margin. Right? If it's close, then maybe she sticks around to see if maybe she can mm. do something in her home state, which because oh. South Carolina would be next. She's going to get blown out of the water in her home state, which... If I were her, I would pull out before South Carolina, save some face of not getting steamrolled in my own state where I was governor.
1: Yeah, that that's a bad look for your political career. Right? And she's still relatively young. But when you were formerly a governor, and I think a pretty popular one, yep. and you get just blasted in your own backyard, that's tough. Um, maybe she's got some something up her sleeve in, in the Palmetto State. But, uh, um, yeah, I wouldn't bet on it. Um but no, so she also comes out and says, she was asked a question. I don't remember exactly how the question was phrased, but she ends up making the statement that America is not a racist country and never has been. Did you happen to see Charles Barkley's reaction to that? No, but it's a
0: pretty obvious. one. I'm going to read an excerpt out of her book, her memoir. Word quickly got around that my father worked at the black school. And besides that, he and my mom were obviously foreigners themselves. When they finally found a house, they had to buy it, not rent it. And they were told there were conditions. They couldn't entertain black people in it. They couldn't have alcohol in it. And they had to sell it back to the man that they bought it from. It was located in a nearby town of Bamberg, population 2,500. So she's full of shit. Now, if you know anything about Nikki Haley's history, her family's history, so they immigrate here from India. Her father was a teacher. He couldn't get a job anywhere except for an historically black college. Okay. Um, And that's where he worked. And their family faced plenty of ridicule and racism themselves because they were immigrants from India. But they were embraced by the black community. They said, all right, come on, come with us. And, you know, they were a part and interwoven directly into that community. Someone from the school, I forget the woman's name and her exact role, but, you know, kind of took Nikki Haley's mom under her wing, and that's kind of how she was raised and grew up. So this whole concept that she's unfamiliar with racism and, and slavery had no
1: impact and all that other bullshit that she's kind of spewed out there, it, it's all for show. Right, but then she did try to play it both ways, because she then came out and said, I had to deal with this when I was a child, which I'm sure you did. Now, I didn't know she wasn't white until she started running for president. Um, I don't pay a lot of attention to. Well, I think that's intentional. Her name's—she married a guy—she
0: married a white guy. Last name's Haley, right? Like, she's gone by Nikki, you know, most, right. of, most of her political career. career her actual government birth-given name is Nemrata, right? I mean, you know, she goes—she makes sure that her hair is done so it doesn't get, you know, too kinky and you don't see it, right? Like, she stays out of the sun, right? Because—I mean, because she tans and she tans dark, right? Like, so she intentionally goes out of her way to whiten herself and fully assimilate as white— and she kind of dabbles in the world of being indian asian yeah. whatever when, it's, when, convenient. It's, when it's convenient maybe less so than a lot of other people who do the same thing that she's done um which okay that's fine right but there is a certain reality that you know and you're being very uh insincere and dishonest when you say some of these things at like that you haven't seen that you don't believe exists and that america was never a racist country when you've in fact directly dealt with it right at a very personal level with your own family
1: your own family and your your town small town in south carolina probably exactly when you you flew the fucking confederate flag when you were growing
0: up right i mean why did you, you you know you were governor and you took that flag down why did you take it down because a white supremacist kid walks into a church and slaughters nine people yeah. in a black church right and you made the move you yourself said we got to take this flag down because of what it represents right so again the hypocrisy and the flat out lies that she is telling at this point to me like i had kind of hopes for her shit like i had kind of i had waffled on her like she waffles on everything you know, Again, she's another one, she's got the chops if you look at the resume, but this groveling for Trump has completely destroyed so many people. She is the next one on the list, Ron DeSantis is another one, right? His campaign has been a un an unmitigated disaster from start to finish. He's a guy that I thought was very dangerous who could, again, resume says he's yeah. got the chops for it, um, but... You know, the way he ran his campaign, I'm not talking to the liberal media. I'm only talking to conservatives. Okay, so you want to avoid any sort of contention or cross-examination. All right. Um, so what you're, And when you say that, right, it's not only avoiding, you know, hard questions from the other side, but it's also literally sending a message that I only want to be held accountable by this group of people who watch this news. Right, I have no accountability whatsoever to progressives, liberals, Democrats, whatever you want to call them. I am only accountable to, you know, mostly white conservatives who watch Fox News, Newsmax, whatever, and that's all I'm gonna focus on. Well, Ron, you did that, you sold your soul, you buried your state, right? Home insurance rates in Florida are through the roof. You literally can't get a house insured in Florida unless you are paying absurd amounts on your premium right and that's not completely his fault it's because of the hurricanes but he's done nothing to combat it he spent so much time out there trying to you know kiss trump's ass and and you know make a name for it and do all this other stuff for president your state's going down the tubes your you know your presidential campaign is done and what do you have to show for it right all this uh, you know all this anti-woke right everything out of his mouth was woke 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 right trying to appeal to the base appeal to the base appeal to the base where did that get you Right, got
1: you fucking spit roasted in fucking Iowa. The funny thing is, the one left leaning appearance he made was on Bill Maher's One on One, and he actually came off as a reasonable, logical person for twelve minutes, and then he put that shit away and went right back to doing, do, doing what he done. And being him when, in when, the fancy white boots when you were bringing him above that, bringing him up a year ago. I was genuinely thinking, well, you got this. This guy is going to be the one. He's Trump without the baggage, and he's just so uncharismatic. And when he's trying to play a role, he sucks at. And there were
0: plenty of people who told me that, right? Social media and people who you know live in Florida, people who work in politics around. They're just like, he's so bad. You don't understand. Like he should be the one, but like he he is going to. And like think about it, DeSantis had the most money out of any. He had more money than Haley and Christie fucking combined. Right? Like to do you know, Christie didn't put a ton into it, right? But I mean he, he, he had fucking buckets yeah. and buckets of money burned through all of it with just a horribly ran campaign. You remember the ad he did with like the sweaty dudes working out? Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'd <I'm laughs> the lasers
0: and the weird music. Yes. I still don't know what the fuck that was. <laughs> I right? I had
1: forgotten that, but that was classic.
0: But it's just like, what is this? And that, and it's just,
1: oh, my honestly, God. the first time I saw it, I thought it was a joke. It was kind I of too. I was it was kind just, of like the Trumpy Bear thing. Like, okay, this isn't real, well, but that, it is. That was
0: totally real. Oh, they and both. So was, but they both yeah, were. I know. Right.
1: I was like, but when I first saw them, I was like, no way. No, this is a joke. This is not quite Saturday Night Live stuff, but it's pretty close. And no, his he and his team put this out. It ended with, I'm Ron DeSantis and I approve this message. And wow. Yeah. So,
0: you know, I mean, and, and everyone thinks that Trump's the savior, right? They're just like, oh, well, you know, Biden's been in office, so we've got this crazy inflation. And I'm so tired of trying to explain the whole inflation thing to everybody that I'm just done with it, right? You had a fully depressed economy around the world. And then all of a sudden you open everything back up. Things don't, you know, oil refineries, certain types of businesses, they don't just get up and running. And then you have this, all this pressure on the, anyway, all that is going on and then we've got you know three to four you know foreign world you know wars going on right so everyone's putting that all on biden right and then they're saying like trump is going to fix it all right trump is going to have ukraine and russia resolved in a day trump is going to have israel and gaza he's going to have that resolved you know in a week right like mind you all the work that you know all the Resolving, he did while he was in office. But okay, he's going to solve Russia in a day. He's going to solve Israel and Gaza in a week. Uh, He's going to solve China and Taiwan, right? He's going to solve apparently now, you know, Pakistan and Iran. He's going to solve all these problems. Inflation is automatic. Is going to go away as soon as he's in office, right? He's just like, look, once they know that I'm in office, then everyone's going to reduce their prices because they know they're just going to start making money hand over fist. Like that's literally his logic there. Um, and, and and
1: the wars are going to end because he's so tough and he's so whatever. That exactly. So it gets to a point where you're just like, you know what?
0: <clears throat> Honestly, all right, fine, fucking elect them then, right? Okay. Right. I mean, if if, if all that if they're right, then okay. I mean, then things are better, right? I mean, if he can, if for some reason, right? And and here's the thing: Putin is so weird, right? Would Putin? Would Putin? Bring everything to a halt because again, he's like he well, you know, if it's Trump that's over there, I can manipulate Trump, so I need to boost him up. all right, Trump you said you say end it, fine, I'll end it right? Could Putin do something like that? I, he absolutely could. yeah, I don't think he will like and I like I told you, what I would love to see because I just I can't stand Trump and everything that he is and that he stands for. I would love to see his ego taken down where he calls Putin and Putin laps in his face, tells him to fuck off, and fires a rocket into Ukraine himself um you know hopefully that rocket doesn't hit anything or hurt anybody i'm not wishing for that but just to kind of show trump like who, who do you think you are right right but at the same time it's just like if you know trump's already said some of the shit that he's going to do when he gets in office in terms of revenge and all that other stuff you can't let that guy in but it's seeming more and more inevitable that he's going to be because people are so unhappy with biden Demo- democrats aren't Doing anything that's helping advance their position, Biden's numbers are in the tank. Um, you know, he Biden's losing ground with some key demographics, whether we like it or not. Um, you know, he's losing ground in the black population. He's losing ground in the Muslim population. Um, it, it just, it, it's uh, you know, this border situation. They didn't do anything with it. Well, <laughs> okay, but I mean, it's a little late in the hour.
1: Okay. But let's talk about the border situation. Go ahead. Because Mike Johnson, Speaker of the House, and other people from both parties in both houses of Congress reached a verbal agreement on a deal to deal with the border and funding Israel and Ukraine. And a handful of, and so Mike Johnson has the ability to say what gets voted for on the House floor. And he said, nope, we're not doing that. So all these people saying, we need to fix the border, you're 100% right. And Leslie Graham and Tom Thune and a Republican senator from Lindsay? North Carolina? he? You said Leslie. Oh, okay. Uh, Lindsey Graham. Okay. I just cause there's like, a Leslie, uh, oh, okay, I just Tom, want to make sure. Tom Thune and a Republican senator from <clears throat> North Carolina, whose name is slipping my mind, said flat out that this is the best deal we're ever going to get. So we should take this. It's, it it at least puts you know the ball going in the right direction. And Marjorie Taylor Green and the Freedom Caucus came out and said. Nope, we don't want to make Biden look good. Marjorie Taylor Greene apparently said it a little too stupidly because she's been kicked out of the Freedom Caucus, hmm. which I think might have just happened today also. But, I mean, you're, if you can't see this as, we don't give a fuck about America, we give a fuck about our electability, and we are going to completely shit on a bipartisan deal for what we've both said is one of the biggest, it's, if not it's the beyond biggest. beyond electability,
0: right? It's the, power. <laughs> the order came from Trump. Don't accept that deal. I don't want that credit going to Biden. I'm the one who needs to fix the border. Reject it. We'll hold off with the border until I get into office.
1: Right. And right. That's, that's really America first, right? We're going to mm-hmm. put this off for a year and a half. Almost, yeah, almost a year mm-hmm. and a half. Well, about a year. Uh, to make sure I get credit for something. And these assholes went along with it. And if the, if, if the Democrats can't burn them with this, then I'm going to get as... Depressed as you are, apparently. Well, start uh, taking your whatever your antidepressants because it's coming. They, they, if you, <laughs> what will be hilarious to me is if they uh kick Mike Johnson out, so they will have kicked out two speakers in a year, and the next person who gets nominated is actually tolerable, and Democrats do what they won't do and vote that guy in and say, Yep, he's speaker now. I don't know who that person would be, I mean. Find find me a rational Republican Congressperson, and I'd love to meet him. Or I mean, I'm I sure they exist. I, I don't. I don't think the. I don't think that that
0: the Speaker position is going to be. If they do kick Mike Johnson out, which I can't even say if they will or not. Like I mean, it's so Looney Tunes right now. It, you know, nothing makes sense, and anyone saying that they can predict what's going to go is, is insane. Well, but. I don't think that that next speaker is anyone that has reason. I think they're going to be more extreme, right? <clears throat> it won't be a Jim Jordan just because he's absolutely ridiculous, right? Like, and everyone knows that he's just terrible, right? And he doesn't do anything. So they, I don't know who it's going to be, but it's not going to be a more reasonable person. I think
1: but, I can tell you who will go for it. And I know you're going to tell me I'm fucking crazy and he won't get it, but I think Dan Crenshaw would go for it.
0: Um... I
1: don't.
0: Okay, Maybe, I mean, you know what? I don't know. Maybe, right? And, I mean, if he is more... a
1: sane human being. I've heard him speak in long form multiple times. He is not. Uh, I mean, I don't agree with the guy on essentially anything, but he's not delusional. He doesn't believe God is the one who's guiding his uh, decisions. And by the way, did you see the reporter trip up Mike Johnson? He was Mike Johnson was claiming God chose God chooses our leaders. God chose Trump, and someone said. A reporter asked him, so did God choose Biden? And he went, well, God chooses our leaders. He's our leader. So you can't even say the fucking words, but you did.
0: This makes my brain hurt.
1: I, I, I understand.
0: Uh, okay, Asa Hutchinson yeah. out of the presidential race. I don't think many people remembered that he was in. What? Why is he on our board?
1: He's on our board because... Um, the White House press secretary literally said what you said. I didn't know he was still in the race. And there was a bunch of reporting, which, by the way, I thought he had dropped out as well. Um, but Biden thought that that was kind of came off as disrespectful and snarky and actually called him up and said, Hey, I'm sorry about this. <clears throat> Excuse me. And he said, Hutchinson replied, You know, I appreciate the call. It wasn't really necessary. But there was a rare moment of civility, and I wanted to get talked about. So Israel and Gaza is still going on. <laughs> Um,
0: I, th- nope. that's not. I, I okay. mean, a phone call was okay. Made, it was I a civil. Know. It was like, civil. I, I guess. I mean, like, we're going to report if, if they shake hands on camera, right? If we see him walking down the hallway and actually, Joe Biden actually, pats his ass. A, 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 actually,
1: like, actually, no. Well, actually, because if they, he, pats his ass. That, that, yes, that, that would be talking. But no, they, the, the difference is he didn't, this isn't, um, a, it was not a publicity stunt. It only got out because... Our, I don't know how it got up, but it wasn't like they made a sh- showing of it they didn't have Here's a rose garden this handshake is this is the
0: thing that you don't get maybe, maybe you do get it I don't know a lot of that shit goes on every fucking day sure every day it goes on like, I mean like a lot so much of this is for show right a lot of these people on the right and on the left are not who they purport themselves to be in the media on social media Right, like, all right. take Matt Gates for example. Mike Matt Gates talked up wh- whoever that guy was with the Buffalo thing that got uh, from uh, January. Jacob Chumsley J- or Jacob whatever. Whatever, yeah. Matt Gates yeah. talked about that guy, called him a true patriot, and all this other stuff. Then they were at the same event, Matt, and then there's video of the guy of that Jacob guy going up to Matt Gates like, "Hey brother, yeah, maga maga." But Matt Gates couldn't run away from that guy fast enough. Wouldn't make eye contact with him. Like, went literally went out of his way to avoid that guy at all costs. Why? Because Matt Gates knows the guy is a fucking clown, but he also knows that he's a lightning rod in the media. So, of course, he's going to talk him up. But you get them in person. It's like, ooh, gross. No I don't. Yeah, I
1: don't want to get a picture with you. Right. Like, I
0: don't want to. I don't want to touch you. I don't want a picture with you. I don't want to be seen talking to you. You're a fucking idiot, right? And 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 what I mean by that is they're going to show you one thing on TV that is just ridiculous and makes no sense. But then you know everybody's shaking hands and jerking dicks in the background, right? And, and, and behind the scenes. So the idea that this happened to me, like that's not. It's not news. It's right. not like that's that's. That's
1: typical, I, and it shows you what, what we're dealing okay. with. Okay, but then my counter to that would be, you're saying it happens, <clears throat> it happens all the time. It doesn't get reported all the time because it breaks down that... <clears throat> excuse me. It breaks down the narrative you were just saying, that these guys actually This do got it. reported on purpose.
0: Okay. this got, this Biden did it, and then it was like, all right, get that out there. Okay. right? I mean, so, I don't know. I'm not giving you credit. I'm not patting you on the back, like... You made a phone call. I don't care. Right? Like, again, that phone call isn't going to stop the fact that our country is fucking going down like the fucking Titanic. Right? Like, we need, you know, we need funding. We need laws made. We need laws repealed. We need shit changed. We need weed legalized. We need all sorts of shit going on. You know, Jack and Ass having some phone call because the press secretary didn't know that Asa Hutchinson was still in the running, which no one else did because Asa Hutchinson got like negative votes somehow in Iowa during the caucus. I mean, come on.
1: All right. Well, <clears throat> sorry for trying to say something positive in our political world. Um, don't do it again. <laughs> no promises. Yes, Israel and Gaza is going on, still going on. And now I don't see how Israel can even deny that their goal is utter destruction.
0: they sure not. Benjamin Netanyahu came out and said, "I like, basically said, look, I've told the U.S. there is no state for Palestine, and we want everything up to the river, Right. So and they're destroying and they're destroying, I mean, like they're Schools. literally blowing up the like. They're all. I think there were three major universities in Gaza. They literally blew them up. They use landmines to blow them up, right? Not just kind of no. No. I, they. I mean. They I think you sent me the video, and right, it was like they, this is
1: annihilation,
0: right? Like, I mean, it's gone, right? Like, I mean, they are literally just wiping out everyone there. And what's crazy is there are people out there. Yeah, totally justified. October seventh. This is what happens. Fuck around and find out. It's like okay now. Here's the only thing. As a United States citizen, born in America, all I know, right? I'm an American boy through and through. Um, As much as I hate what's going on there, it is wrong in every sense of the word, right? It's a little bit pot calling the kettle black, right? Sure. Because Japan came over with a bunch of planes, bombed Hawaii, bombed Pearl Harbor, and then we went back and we dropped a nuclear bomb. Two of them. But that was a declared world war. Okay, Jim. But Hamas, October 7th, goes in, rapes, pillages, kills, right? You know, a few thousand people. Israel goes over and has killed 30,000 people, wiped out pretty much. They've I saw a stat that they've taken out 200,000 housing units. They've taken out every major university. Right. They've taken out schools. They literally okay. blew up a hospital. They blew up a hospital, yes. multiple hospitals, Right. People may or may not have still been in those hospitals. Um, like, so did Israel I, drop a nuclear bomb? No, of course not. They're too close for that. But I mean, this is this is the next damn closest thing. Like, it, like if you you you've seen the overhead shots, yes, and the they're, places, they're, um, yes, you know, you've had over a million people, over a million people, you know, that that have had to flee the entire area, and there are people like, hey, this is supposed to be a safe space. There's no place safe. There's no place safe. For women, children, elderly, ill, sick, whatever, there's no safe place for them avoiding bombs, and we know that the IDF has no problem killing anyone because they killed their own fucking hostages that were running out with no shirts and no weapons with a white flag saying, hey, the good guys, and the good guys were like, hey, dead guys, we just
1: killed you. I think a better analogy though would be 9-11. I think comparing October 6th to 9-11 is a a more apt analogy, sorry, October so 7 7th, um, and uh, we didn't carpet bomb Kabul to nothing. We I'm not saying we were perfect in how we handled Afghanistan. Believe me, 20 years later, we finally got out, but we didn't just say, fuck you Afghanistan, wherever there might be Al-Qaeda, we're just going to bomb, we're going to nuke all those things. We did not do that, which is why it took us 20 years to deal with what we did, and it didn't go great, but I don't think
0: is that a better comparison?
1: It's a better comparison because of the nature of the event and the nature of the response. We didn't no, totally level no, it's not. It's the like your comparison
0: of the US fucking up, right? No, doing the wrong thing is Pearl Harbor and then we dropped a nuke on fucking Japan, right? Like it like
1: the the responses are not comparable in any way shape and form. That, Wait, what? That's my point is we didn't do the nuclear when 9/11 happened to us. So you're, we you didn't... Ra- you're trying to pat us on the back for the way we handle Afghanistan? No. I'm, I don't, I, I don't understand your point. Your, your, your point to me, at least the way I took it, was Israel is doing this and we can't say shit because we did what we did to Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Yes. I'm saying that was part of a world war. We were getting constantly attacked. It was a... How many people... Are
0: constantly we, attacked? What are you talking in about?
1: Japan, in the Pacific Theater? Oh, world War well, II? With, well, with, yes, with,
0: okay. with Pearl Harbor. But what I'm saying is... Th- the response was not comparable by any stretch of the, our response to, to what they did was not comparable at all. To right? our, re- so that's like so. What I'm saying is, you kick me in the balls, right? right. And I'm like, oh goddamn it, Jim. And then I come back and I fucking set your house on fire, right? And you're gonna look at me like, Over you're reaction? a fucking psychopath, right. and you need to be in fucking prison, right? And so, like what Israel is doing to Gaza and the Palestinians is no way compare or makes any sense, right? Because they're not responding to October 7th. What they're doing is saying, we've wanted to get rid of all of you ingrates for all this time. And now you've given us a reason. So we're wiping you all out. We don't care if you live or die. We're we're annihilating every single aspect of your life.
1: And I'm saying period point blank the end. And I'm saying the nukes in Japan is not an accurate um, comparison because that was a war that was it was a war not a response to a terrorist attack. It was against the established government that we were fighting against. We didn't we bombed Tokyo point, at
0: that point in time. We we technically were not engaged in that war. When
1: we nuked them? Well, when they when they came over and bombed us, right? Yes. And then four years later, we nuked them. Yes, in response to that. Well, in response to we have to either invade and lose hundreds of thousands of Americans or send this message to Japan, like, we've got this nuclear thing, don't make us use it. Okay, here's one. Not enough. Here's another. Okay. And they say, I mean, look, I'm not doing... Trying to dismiss what happened in Nagasaki and Hiroshima, it's, but oh, that's well, actually exactly what you're doing. I'm saying your analogy is inaccurate because if Pearl Harbor doesn't happen, we're not dropping those bombs on Japan. I understand, but the, when Pearl Harbor happened, we declared war on Japan. They were already at war, and okay. we tried to end the so war.
0: October 7th happened. Israel right. declares war
1: on on Hamas. On Hamas, right, and, and then, then they the kill attacks, everybody, right. So if we if we would have nuked Seoul, uh, Korea, in response to Japan. So we're just like so because
0: Hiroshima wasn't Tokyo, like it's just like not that I'm, big of a deal. I'm, you are totally
1: twisting my words. I'm not. I'm, i These I, are your words. Well, you're they're saying okay. them. They're, they're getting recorded. <laughs> I, I'm saying comparing the nukes in response to the close, trying to win World War II and Israel's response to Gaza is total apples and oranges. Okay. Well, we you're disagree. Wrong. All right. <laughs> okay. It's not a disagreement. I, I, You're just wrong. Okay. I, I, know, I know you feel that way. <laughs> um, and... All right. So, but back to the thing I've been saying for way too long now. That I fear that we are on the verge of World War III. Well, now Iran and Pakistan are trading missiles. And so we've now got us shooting uh, into a sovereign country to defend <clears throat> merchant vessels in Yemen. In the Red uh, Sea. In the Red Sea. We're shooting into Yemen. Um... We got Iran and Pakistan heating things up. Israel Gaza we just talked about. Ukraine and Russia is still going on. When do, when does it officially a world war? Uh, How many countries have to be
0: in it? I don't know. I, to be honest with you, I don't. I don't I don't, I don't know when the. Um, I don't know who makes that declaration. <laughs> I wasn't here for the first two, so I, I don't I, I, know. I wasn't either,
1: but you're hilarious. <laughs>
0: No, I was. I wasn't. I'm just saying we weren't here for the first. I don't know how you get that designation (laughs) of a world war, but it's just like we're close. I I I mean, we've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I mean, you got involvement of you know nine
1: different countries in some way, shape, or form. I think the only way it becomes officially a world war is when multiple countries band together and you know. Basically, it becomes two sides. World War <clears> One <throat> started. There was a, you know, Austro hungary Germany. That war ends. World War Two, same thing. Only you throw Japan into the mix. I, if China and Russia were to get together and say we're going to work together and do this to, whatever.
0: Honestly, I think the answer answer is pretty simple. What at this point, right? Because the situation is different than what it was. World War One and two, just geopolitics right. is completely different. I think at this point, with everything going on, once the United States is boots on the ground overseas somewhere, it's then that's when it's official. All right. You know well, what I mean? Because, and, no, and, that's, not, that's, not, that's and, a original point. And a I think because point. if we're on the ground in Europe, that's NATO, right? Yep. So that pulls NATO in, and I think that triggers it. No, I agree. If we're boots on the ground in the Middle East, that probably at least pulls in the UK, maybe pulls in Aust- uh, Australia. Uh, a few others, I I, I think, you know, I think it's probably boots on the ground in Europe, you know, U.S. boots on the ground in Europe, maybe, you know, a lot of boots on the ground in the Middle East with support from U.K., Australia, given, like, everything being the same, but now we're directly involved in fighting in either one of those regions, then I think
1: it's official. Well, I mean, whether it's official or not doesn't really matter to me. Um, Right. But, but... (laughs) My, I mean, right now, right now we're in a we're in a world
0: tiff, <laughs> right? Well, that's escalating quickly towards a a, a world fight. <laughs> oh, so I'm, the to parse, I'm
1: the one who parses words. You know, sh- sh- uh, shifting into a world war, which is you know phase three. Um, so you were talking uh, Desantis and the whole woke 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 thing. <clears throat> I watch a lot of Fox News. And they did uh, two stories. One of them is an eight-year-old boy in um, California. <clears throat> I'm sorry. Um, so, anyway, a couple stories I saw. An eight-year-old boy paints. Hold up- on one second.
0: Yep. So, Israeli officials have notified the Biden administration and U.S. defense officials that a military campaign in southern Lebanon is imminent. If an agreement with Hezbollah regarding UNSC Resolution 1701 is not reached, that's not good. That's that's coming from a
1: very reliable source. Okay. Can you reveal the source? No, I absolutely cannot. Okay. Um, That's very, very bad then. (laughs) Um, So these two stories, there were two anti-woke stories that were put out by Fox. One of them was an eight-year-old boy who paints his face up like the ultimate warrior, if you don't know what that is. Did Jared Allen, was it Jared Allen from the Vikings? hmm I mean, there's, they, there's a lot of the guys that, in yeah. the NFL that do it.
0: Yeah, you put... I of you know, my best friend's uh, When we played football in high school, he would, you know, take the eye black and smear it down. You know, very similar to the ultimate warrior look, but it was a giant right. smudge because it was all black.
1: But. So he gets suspended... For two days, and told he can't play sports at the school. He's eight years old. Where is the school? California, yep. Central California. Yeah. Well, exactly. Like right. you're, f- and then you're just feeding anti. You're feeding the right wing media. Look how bad it is. And it's un- let it's me just- explain this.
0: The school, like California, is such a fucked state. Like I, I don't even know if you can get me to but visit that state, right? And those people are so like they live in such a bubble. They, you know, all they know, Fox News is bad and evil. Republicans, Trump, all bad, evil, whatever. They don't acknowledge it, pay attention to it. They don't care about feeding them red meat. They, But they live in this fucked up bubble where they think that this somehow... But this is a school. This is not I the state. I understand. But it's, well, it is a school and it is technically the state, right? Like, the school is definitely a part of the state. Right, but the, but the kid got suspended by some dopey administrator. Okay, but point being, those people live in such a bubble. That they can't, that they 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 think that this is somehow helping social justice. Like, right. like that's how far fucking gone that they are. That like this kid goes like the like the Ultimate right. Warrior. They're like, what is that? Like, what right. is that is that some white supremacist from the? Someone look up <laughs> Ultimate Warriors and then put it up against the key of white supremacist symbols. Like, okay, that's who you're dealing with. And so it, it's
1: just. Would you say the same thing about Boston? What about Boston? Well, because you're about to hear something that's way more bubbleish. Milford Hospital in Boston put out a video, basically saying, and there's a, a doctor on the video saying, essentially, if you do things that offend us, if you do things that make other people uncomfortable, we will we have the right to refuse to treat you for your medical condition. Now, I want to be the first to say, if people are doing stupid shit, deal with it. But to put out a video and says that says basically. If you're not acting the way we want you to act, we have the right to not treat you. And to feel the need to make that statement and put it out in public is, at the very least, fucking stupid. You ever worked in a hospital? I have. Okay. So if
0: you have, then I don't understand. I'm not... So here's the time. If you've ever worked in a hospital, especially anywhere in the ED... Right, Which is called the emergency department now you can't call okay. it the emergency room, which I don't, don't call it ED because
1: that's something else.
0: Well, that was kind of my point. they're like, no, it's emergency like because okay. we're Nazis, but um, you spend any time yeah. in an emergency department room, whatever, people are out of their fucking minds, yeah. and so and you literally get to a point where you can't like you literally like, I can't bring you back. there are patients who oh, are dying I... and you're being a complete psychopath right. Right. And so it's just like look, here's a fucking warning. If you're if you are going to come here and act a complete fucking fool because you think you need to be served before people and we have a whole system of triage and everything else,
1: not gonna fly. Sorry, like you gotta come here and you gotta be a sane individual. And that's an individual event where they should say we have a policy here. If you act like this, we're not good. We'll, we'll do it. But to, to feel the need to put this video out there and announce. Uh... Chances are the
0: reason why is that shitty behavior in ED has probably ticked up. And so you've got people. I mean, we see there are videos every day of people just completely melting down and losing their minds at fucking McDonald's. True. Right? I mean, people literally throwing shit at. Uh, at the people behind the register, people reaching in the drive through window and throwing drinks on people and grabbing people. Sure. Right? Like, I mean, it's just, it, like, people are out of fucking control across the board. People just running in the store, smashing, grabbing all right. that stuff, and that's a little bit different. But, I mean, I think the hospital coming out and saying, like, look, we're not tolerating certain behavior. Now, if you're going to say, well, that's, I don't believe that that's red meat, I think that
1: that's the, the hospital, like, the protecting themselves. The, the, the video is red meat. Ho- I don't know what the video is. Well, the video is a doctor sit going up there and basically saying, if you don't act in the way we like, and he was very specific about... Bo- he didn't say body language. He said something like attitude and language that you use. <clears> then <throat> we have the right to refuse you service or treatment. I agree it's a shit show. And sometimes I've seen people grab by security. I've seen meltdowns. I'm just saying to put it out there as our... Here's our official statement to everyone because we're not just saying this to... A person in a situation that's like, hey, all of you, come in here and act right. If you come here and act wrong, and acting wrong is so, um, such a gray area. It's I'm not. You're sure it is.
0: Huh. If
1: I say, get the fuck off me, versus throw a punch, there's two very different events. Okay. Maybe one of them is acceptable, though. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So if I, if, 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 if a doctor. I mean, like, look, here's right. the
0: thing. You, you talk about civility, right? huh You were talking about civility earlier. Yes right? You know how to behave in public. You know, certain things are acceptable and unacceptable. Like you don't need someone to be very specific on what you can and can't do. You know, not to sit there and yell at a nurse and tell her to go fuck herself because she tells you that you need to drink less. Right. Or because like, Hey, I need to take your blood pressure. Fuck you. You're not taking my goddamn blood pressure. You You, stupid bitch. Right. You're not going to say that. No, I'm not. Right. Right. So
1: they're not talking to you. Well, I know, but I'm saying when you put this stuff out there and throw it on your official website, hey, we're we're in, we're we're invoking a.
0: So if they didn't do a video and they just put out like a memo, that's okay. But because it's a video, that's yes, not okay. Yes, and yes, because it because it's, feeding, so it's because it's so feeding literally the, if they if if all he did was this the script that he said, take it out of video format and just write
1: it in words, then it's okay. No, you do just a training program at your hospital, and you have ways to act, but to go out there and say, if you do things that offend us, which is basically what was said, you do things that offend us, what does that mean? And it, it it's red meat for right wing media. If you don't agree, fine, but
0: you're I, mean, wrong. I think you're feeding you're, you are you're feeding the Fox News fire and supporting them when all 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 the hospital is doing is just like, look, this is an issue. Right, so you guys need to know, like, you can't just come in here and act however the fuck you want to act. It's a, it's oh, a hospital. Uh,
1: Chances uh, are, it's a private hospital. Right? Uh, it's not. I don't think it is. Which? It's a, it's a, it's a Milford Hospital System. So uh, multiple chains. Well, but, I mean, Cleveland. There's a Cleveland Clinic in fucking Qatar. So uh, true. <laughs> like, but no, <laughs> it's, it's a regional hospital as far as I know. But again, I don't. I, I don't. We're just not communicating today because. No, I just I, I don't
0: agree like. If they want to put a video out and say, don't act a fool when you come in here, I don't see what the fucking
1: big deal is. Okay. And I'm saying it provides Fox News material to say, look at this They do wo- it in the look- fucking movie theater. You go to a movie, uh, I, right? You play, everyone's sitting there, and it's just like, hey, here." And the movie theater can say, we can kick you out of the movie. If they're saying, you come in with chest pains, and we're going to say, oh, we don't like the way you're acting... And again, I'm not arguing with the policy, I'm arguing with the way it was articulated and how easily it feeds a narrative that is part of what's fucking this country up. That's what I'm doing. Uh, okay. Or are trying
0: to do. Okay. I still think we're I still think we're picking leaves off a tree that needs to be chopped down at the base.
1: And I agree with you, but if one of the branches is hanging over your car, you gotta cut that off. I mean I guess, but right. I, I just
0: I, I think it's it's a nitpicky thing. Right, like it's on the most
1: right wing network, most popular right-wing network right wing network. All over, it It was a 20 minute segment of them just going, "What if I walk in with a cross?" And Joe Schmo is going to hear that and go to the bar up the street and go, "I know this church, this hospital in Boston, saying if you wear a cross, they they can refuse to treat you." And that narrative spins and spins and spins, and it builds, and it's what it's that kind of bullshit. And there's tons of examples of it. These are just two.
0: Okay, but But if they put that in a memo, somebody reads it, then Fox News is gonna still make a big deal. Like Fox News it like again, I think you're I think that's part of the problem, right? Everyone's going surface level here. You gotta think, what is it that Fox News is doing? What are they trying to do? They're trying to manipulate, right? Yes. But they and what they found is that they can take something fucking innocuous that literally means Mm -hmm. nothing, and they're doing it, and I think this feeds directly into that. Right, but this is putting it on a tee. Because this is... uh, I'm sorry. A video saying don't act like an asshole when you come to the hospital is not something that has anything to do with whether you support Trump or Biden, right? Like, And chances are, most of the people that they're taking out are probably not Trump supporters,
1: well, but maybe, because, but, but, that's, but like, that's actually, thank you, thank you to, that's actually perfectly my point. They basically made it sound like if you walk into a hospital wearing a MAGA hat, they're going to refuse to serve you. Did they so, say that? Uh, maybe not those exact words. What but did that, they say? I don't have the quotes in front of me, Steve. I watched an hour and a half ago. That was the, that was the tone of it. If you say I can't interpret tone, that's your opinion. I disagree. Um, I mean, I think you need to find the video.
0: And I think you I, need watched to back the, up, I watched the video. I think you need to find it. And I think you need to back up what you're saying because what you're okay. saying is I, I, again uh, I think the, there's more people that are gonna agree with me, like it's a fucking video and Fox is turning it into something. And just because Fox turns something into something, doesn't mean it is. Right? You can like I mean, because Fox could sit there and say uh uh, uh the Fox can literally take anything, any rule that's put out there and decide that that is somehow woke or that's something that hurts white men somehow, some way, even if it doesn't, because they are
1: master manipulators. Yes, they are. Right? And, and when right you make now- it this fucking easy, it makes me mad. Uh, okay. Well, be fucking mad. I am. Um, all right. We should wrap up. We've got two things to talk about. Alec Baldwin has been indicted on involuntary manslaughter charges. And this we talked about it when so if you don't remember alec baldwin with a um a stage pistol shot and killed the uh, director of a movie he was working on there was a live round in the gun there never should have been and they're saying uh he's responsible because he didn't follow the protocols of checking the gun for being loaded and that again i don't know what the protocol actually is i do know there's someone there that's the armorer and it's their job to make sure that this doesn't happen um they should both be charged. Well, I think they both have been. But, and that's but it. well, here's the thing. Jim, we, Alec have Baldwin handed, doesn't, we have
0: handed each other guns plenty of times. Yes. And we both clear them every fucking time. Make sure I know. Uh, okay? Absolutely. And I'm sorry. Alec Baldwin has been working on movie sets for fucking longer than I've been alive, right? Him getting lax with it does not absolve him. I'm sorry. I don't give a fuck if it's a movie, if there was armor, if it was supposed to be clear. It is a fucking gun. It is an absolute gun that if you put live rounds in it, it can kill someone. You have to, you have to the, check it.
1: I, but I, here's the thing: there's going to be a, no sympathy from me on. There's going to be a dummy round. It's a single action revolver, I so do the not care. To, right. Every
0: gun, if you hand me a it, gun, your, short of a water gun or a BB gun, I'm going to check to see if there's a
1: live round in it. Okay, I would bet you a lot of money that a live round and a dummy round look really fucking similar. Like you said, Alec Baldwin has been doing movies forever. He's never had to worry about this before. I'm not even trying to defend Alec Baldwin. Live and dummy rounds round actually don't. You have seen dummy rounds? Well, I've seen. They're a different fucking color. Okay. Um, I don't think I've seen a dummy round then because I have not yeah, seen it.
0: I mean, like most. I mean, dummy rounds. They're usually like a uh, like a maroon color. Sometimes they're blue. Sometimes okay. they're orange. But they're and they make them that way for a very specific reasons so that you know that it's a dummy round. Right, so I mean it's a revolver So I look in there and I see brass On the back end, I'm like hey
1: Somebody made a mistake right? and, it was a, and it was a revolver It's not like it's that even hard of a check Well right? it's a single action revolver So you gotta flip the gate open and, and spin it around I yeah, mean it's, I it's mean, a you, comp
0: you, you, you pull the thing out, you pop it out and it's just no, like, I mean, don't right, it,
1: the cylinder doesn't pop out on these guns It's a single action Oh right, So it's much right, 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 more. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I forgot. It's a Western still, but right. I mean,
0: but it, come on, let's not act what? like it, like it was a fucking labor of love for him to check to see. Oh like, no, the rounds in there because I agree to your point. Like, well, no, I don't agree. Like, <laughs> live rounds and dummy rounds don't look anything alike, right? So you you, and again, if you're going to be working, you, you've been on movie sets. I have not. I've been on movie sets, right? And I've worked. I've seen a lot of different firearms and, and munitions.
1: Right? I've seen a lot of Firearms animations, right. so, but never um, on a movie set. So it, I just well,
0: I, look. I'm sorry that he'll the, go to trial. We'll <laughs> see what happens. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Involuntary manslaughter is no joke, though. It is not. It is not. But killing somebody, like, you know kill are someone, killing somebody. Exactly. Right. You exactly. like, killed someone. I, I like. I don't have any sort of sympathy for him, um, and I can't as a supporter. Of the Second Amendment, as someone who believes that most of these gun laws are ridiculous and absurd, the one thing I hang my hat on is that if, in my belief, if this country were to go the way that I want with less gun laws instead of more, then the one thing we have to hang our hat on is gun safety. And we can't can't falter or waver on that because
1: it's Alec Baldwin on a movie set. That's not why I would suggest it. I'm just saying... You know, this really comes down to what was his level of negligence. And I'm saying checking a single action revolver is not as Again, simple as, okay. So because it wasn't simple, he shouldn't have done it? I You're really putting a lot of words in my mouth today. I'm not saying that. I'm not even saying whether he should or shouldn't be convicted. I'm just saying it's not as simple as he's the one who was supposed to check check on it. Is, I wanted to report that it was that just came out today. Yeah. It's out uh, there so now. He's
0: been indicted, but what I'm saying, I am this is what I'm standing on. Someone hands you a gun, right? And you know that you're in a scene where you're gonna be aiming that gun at people. You have a responsibility to check it and confirm. I don't care how long you've been working on movie sets, whether it's a day or 40 fucking years. That part, like, I mean, Will Smith is a perfect example. Right there's a there's a clip a behind the scenes clip where they were uh, they were
1: uh, Suicide Squad
0: or- yeah looking at the guns for Suicide Squad nope sorry Bad Boys Two okay uh, was, they were looking at some of the different weapons for Bad Boys Two and you know Will Smith is looking and they're talking and then some some guy like goes and like oh look at this one he picks it up and he he, he flags the shit out of Will Smith and by flag I mean picks the gun up and, and points the barrel at Will Smith and Will Smith immediately slams him down. Right, takes the gun from him, checks it, clears it, and then puts it back on the table. They're prop guns for the movie, right? Which is what this was as well, right? So, but Will Smith said, "Like, fuck is wrong with you?" Yeah. Gun safety 101, motherfucker. I think he literally said, "Gun safety 101." No, I look right. And so, what I'm saying, like that, that means that if that's not the standard, then we got a fucking problem. And and that clearly wasn't the standard on that set. And not only did we have a problem, someone ended up dead. Another person ended up shot. So we can sit there and say, oh, well, because it was single action, it was t- nope. – whatever." But what I'm saying is the standard needs to be you got to check that thing to figure it out, right? Like, so if you ha- – even if you hand me uh, – uh, um, oh, my God, I was just looking at this gun today. It's an Israeli gun. But the the issue is is that on this particular gun, right, it, it, it would be a pain in the ass to check and clear it just because it's like a bullpup – you know, five, five, six, and so you go. you know, like, so...
1: They're talking about that gun. No,
0: no, 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 So, but I'm saying no matter the, no matter what you have to do, you have to check it, right? And then so before, like, when that movie, when you start filming, right, and whenever guns are going to come into play, whenever they first introduce guns on that set, what needs to happen, now whether this happened or not, I don't know, but I'm just saying what needs to happen is I don't care who you are, First day on the job, or you've been on the job for fifty years. We're going through gun safety, right? Oh, agree with that. For like sure. that has to happen. You need to understand this is what the dummy round looks like. This is what a live round looks like. The other thing is there shouldn't be a live round on that set. That is a hundred right? percent agreement on that. Other than whoever is working security, and that shit needs to be on that person and that person only.
1: And that's not going to be going into a single action revolver because that's going to be a forty caliber nine millimeter. Exactly. A, right. But uh, forty caliber or a nine millimeter. Well, well, or, well, if oh, most I,
0: security guys will carry a 40 cal or, or a 9 and I know, Yeah, <laughs> and that was all I was like that's a different
1: bullet yes it but is 40 cal 9 I millimeter. Mean. you can mix but, them up but, no you can't yeah. by the way no you cannot that but, was I a mean, joke that was a joke Guns I, yes I, I own both of them <laughs> um, it will <won't> go in <laughs> um, <laughs> or worse yet it will and it will stovepipe and then <sighs> uh, yeah, that would be awful yes alright real quick NFL predictions I'm not going to predict the Bills game because I don't want to jinx anything Um, What do we got? We got uh, Tampa and... So yeah, Tampa and Detroit. In Detroit. Um, Both those teams look really fucking good. Detroit.
0: Okay. Detroit at home on that track. Crowd's going to be crazy. Um, You know, uh, Baker's done done what he's needed to do to get a contract. Um, I don't think that they will be able to muster enough offense to compete with Detroit. Detroit... May get, might get slowed down a little bit because Tampa's going to blitz like crazy, right? Like Tampa's blitzing at like 48% wow. of their snaps on defense. Um So Tampa's going to bring pressure. Jared Goff doesn't like pressure. But Jer- Jared Goff can also, when he decides to, stand in there and deliver sometimes. And when he does, it's usually when big plays happen. So I think it may not be a high-scoring affair. I don't think it'll hit the over. And I'm not sure what the over-under is. But I don't think it'll go over. You know, they may be able to hold Detroit to 24 points, but I don't think Tampa's going to be able to score enough um, to keep up. Like, their offense just isn't – like, they don't run the ball well enough. Baker's good, but, you know, if you can't run the ball and he's forced to throw into a flooded zone, it's just going to be tough. So, you know, I'm I'm going to Detroit.
1: And by the way, I want to say, I was not going to pick Buffalo and KC. If you want to, feel free. I won't try to stop you. Um,
0: So, you've got Kansas City traveling to
1: Buffalo – Um, Kansas City looked
0: better against Miami, but I think Kansas City's offense still has problems. Um, I think Miami kind of was just out of their element because of the weather. Um, And, you know, Kansas City's defense is good. Um, It's very good, but their offense is still not quite there. Um, And Miami just really couldn't get anything going enough to where they could really kind of just compete. With Kansas City, Buffalo is a different animal. So I mean, I don't. I I think that Buffalo's defense ends up, you know, being We're able to banged up, dude. You are, but still at the same time, like you, it's you've got your you've got your key pieces in there, um, you know, which is your defensive front. Um, you've got your linebackers. Um, I I just – I don't think that Kansas City is really going to be able to muster the offense like Pat Mahomes is Pat Mahomes, but I think that that, uh, the Kansas City offense is suffering from Eric Biennemi being gone. I think they're suffering from not having a reliable receiver like Juju Smith-Schuster. I think they're regretting not re-signing him. Um, You know, I I just – they're not running the ball all that well. You know, they're missing – you know, they let their offensive line – I forget the big tackle who they let go to Cincinnati, but they're missing him. I just think that offense is not going to be able to do what they need to do to keep up with Buffalo, and I think that Buffalo will be able to do enough, even though Kansas City's defense is good, to win that game.
1: Just to rewind, the over and under for Tampa Bay, Detroit is 49-and-a-half. Yeah, I don't think they'll get there. Green Bay and San Francisco. Green Bay, this one's a little bit harder because Green Bay is
0: just playing at a real high level right now, and it's been a while since we've seen San Francisco, but that could also be dangerous. San Francisco – Um, their defense is really good, Um, linebackers, coverage, uh, D-line, but I think their D-line is a little bit banged up, but again, it's been a couple weeks.
1: They also get McCaffrey back at full
0: strength. Right. I mean, McCaffrey was, I mean, he was a little nicked up, but even like 90%, 85% of McCaffrey is still better than 99% of the league. Um, So I I think that uh, San Francisco takes this, but I wouldn't be totally surprised if Green Bay pulled it out. Like, love is just playing at a high level, um, you know, making throws that are eerily similar to Aaron Rodgers. Um, like, I just saw him throw a ball at a weird arm angle, kind of off balance. That was just a strike. That was, it looked, everything about it looked like the exact throw that Aaron Rodgers would make in that situation. So the kid obviously learned, even if Aaron Rodgers wasn't doing a lot of teaching. And um, which I'm excited for him. I hope so because he took a, like there was a lot of question marks about Jordan Love, and so it's good to see um, that he's kind of finally evolved. So I mean, it would be a great story if they won, but I think that uh, San Francisco is going to have just too much. San Francisco playing at home, nine and a half point favorites. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, the, I, I could see that. I mean, because they could force Jordan Love into some turnovers. Um, like I said, it wouldn't be surprised if Green Bay won, but I think I think San Francisco wins that. And last one, Houston at Baltimore. So, you know, these two teams have already played. Uh, Baltimore took care of Houston pretty good, but it was early on. I think it was the first game of the season. Um, you know, C.J. Stroud is just a different quarterback. He's evolved so much over the course of the season. And, again, it's just another great story. Love to see these young guys developing and, and you know, really overcoming some of the, you know, early criticisms. Uh, D'Amico Ryan's, like, just unbelievable job as a coach. Um, The defense is playing really well, um, but I don't – I really don't see this going – like Baltimore's defense is just – they're going to be all over the place. Um, They're going to bring pressure. They're going to simulate pressure. um, They're going to really put C.J. Stroud in some tough positions, and I think that Lamar Jackson is probably just going to be too much for them to handle um, because of what he can do with his legs, and I, I They may actually get Mark Andrews back, um, which will be interesting because he's been out with an ankle injury. uh, injury. Um, So I could see – I think that Baltimore wins this. I think it's – you know, Houston will hang in there, but I think Baltimore wins this, and you got Baltimore and Buffalo in the AFC Championship with Detroit and San Francisco in the NFC. I
1: don't mind that. Um, I say I've watched a bit of C.J. Stroud with, with Houston. I watched him a ton in college, obviously. And that guy's accuracy is just amazing, and for him to get that good that fast, and I don't want to get into this now, but that team is good now and poised for the future based on that trade with Cleveland. A ton
0: of draft capital from Cleveland still, you know, you got to, you know, Carolina's got to be kicking themselves. But I mean, yeah, like Houston definitely is is a team that will, you know, could be a problem for a while the way that they're set up um you know their receiving core is strong i mean they, they lost the one kid uh due to injury but nico collins is still a monster uh tank dell was the one that they lost um you know they've got a good tight end their running backs are solid like they've got singletary who was at buffalo who you know has really kind of found his groove there and i think mostly because they give him the ball they give him an <laughs> opportunity to run where that wasn't <laughs> happening in buffalo but now oddly enough this year Second half of the season, Buffalo was like leading the league with rushing attempts, right? Right. Because um, they finally, you know, they got rid of uh, Ken Dorsey, and then they're just like, hey, we need to run the ball to take some pressure off of Josh. Um, and they've done that. Josh is still running the ball. But because they're running the ball more, it's just opening things up for that passing game, and Josh Allen is just too good.
1: Um, you drop eight in the box, and he's going to find the open guy. This is a, a sincere question. With the Steelers being Baltimore's biggest rival, how tough a place to play is Baltimore compared to Pittsburgh, Green Bay, Buffalo, Kansas City? So for the Steelers,
0: for whatever reason, the Steelers have the Baltimore Ravens number. Um, you know we've, you know I think our record against Lamar Jackson. I think he's only beaten the Steelers maybe one time um, okay. in his career to this point. Um, I really meant the crowd. Like, but it, in terms in any... of the crowd, like have, I mean, I've been to a game at Baltimore. I mean, like, they're they're crazy. But the issue, the one issue though. Um, you know, it's an outdoor stadium. Yep. Um, and it doesn't it doesn't hold noise quite like Kansas City, right? Um, it doesn't quite hold noise even like a Pittsburgh to a certain degree.
1: It gets loud there, no um, doubt. I mean, it's it loud in every stadium, but I just wondering, yeah. it's, it's not it, that. It, I think it's it not is, the next level. It's not the top I five. Think,
0: no, I, I don't personally think it is. Um, but at the same time, with Baltimore though, it isn't the crowd. It's the team. It's that oh, pressure. Yeah that pressure that the defense puts on you, it's the stress that Lamar Jackson puts on you because you think you got him, he gets out, and then he's able to make a play, you know, and turn what should be a five-yard loss into an 18-yard gain with his legs, which should be a sack that he turns into a 20-yard gain with the pass to the tight end or, you know, a receiver leaking out. So, I mean, it's it's hard because of the pressure that the team puts on you. I think the crowd in that particular stadium is secondary It's a hard place to play. I don't know if I put in the top five hardest places to play, but I will say they, the team, and Harbaugh, his coaching, and everything else is what makes it really hard to play because they just play different at home. And they're good on the road. They're a different animal. They are a different animal at home.
1: All right. Well, that wraps us up. We are at Whiskey Congress on Instagram and X, a.k.a. Twitter. And we're done.